You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Hi, this is Mark Colesmith and I'm on the new Erotic Story series on SBS. And green light. And green light <laughs> and action is what I'm trying to say. There we um, go. So this is so cool because I am really, really thrilled to talk to you because you are such a eclectic actor. But today we are talking to you about erotic stories. So for anybody who doesn't know what erotic stories is on SBS, can you give the elevator pitch, please? Sure. Um, erotic Stories is uh, a really exciting series that explores intimacy and romance and relationships in all its different and wonderful forms. Yeah, I think it's a series that's very sexy, um, but also really nuanced and and really, really interested in all the different ways people can find each other and find a connection and what those connections can mean. Yeah, wow. It's that's something that I did watching all the episodes is that it's it is such a microcosm of all the different ways that intimacy presents itself in society. Yeah, and and kind of what constitutes the erotic and what what different forms of erotic exist. Um yeah, I I actually I actually was at an early stage, um, auditioning for a different episode to the one I ended up in. And I really, I loved both of the episodes, but, um, just, just having read those two alone left me feeling really excited for the whole series because the writing seemed really strong. And it seemed like, um, yeah, it seemed like it was taking really interesting risks and, and, and just a really interesting series. So I'm looking forward to watching the whole thing. You're, you're already ahead of me by the sounds of things. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Lucky me. Life of a journalist. Very lucky. Get to see everything before. I always say my life is one big spoiler because we get to see everything before everyone else does, including the actors mostly. So you get all the exclusives. Yeah, always. Oh, it's wonderful. It's a very cool job. But for your, so the one that you actually appeared in, so mm-hmm. you were supposed to be in another one, which I'm dying to know which one now. Yeah, you can guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It was. It was. It was an episode. It was an episode set in an office. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kind of glad that you got imperfect poor poor. Me too. Mostly because, you know, you come out of the water and you um, you know, you're in a wetsuit and you kind yeah, of Yeah, and then the wet wetsuit. Yes. <laughs> it was funny because we we had no way of controlling the set that day. And so the scene is I come up with the surfboard, put the surfboard down, and then I, you know, I gotta wash all the salty water off my tanned body underneath the cold Sydney shower. And it was it was one of the first scenes that I've done in a really long while where even when they called cut, the set was still just silent. <laughs> like very quiet set we've got here, Mark. <laughs> but um yeah, well a lot a lot of fun and um working with my co-star Zara Newman was um absolute dream come true. I think she's so wonderful. She brings so much depth to to her role in the episode. And it was really interesting. Um yeah, being a part of a story where two people meet 
they've got really different kind of backgrounds and really different sorts of um they're almost in very different places in their life, yet there's still this kind of immediate sort of magnetism that they kind of just have to let happen and see where it takes them. And 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 by doing so, that actually that actually um reveals a, a lot of really beautiful honesty between them in the end. Yeah. It's quite beautiful, actually. It's quite, I think one of my favorite lines is like, oh, you always go for the stuck up ones. And I love that because your character is, I guess, a bit more of a free spirit, a little bit mysterious and sexy, can we say? Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes, please say that. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's like, that is your character and you, the opposites attract kind of situation. And you really, mm. without giving too much away, you really help her discover a really important part of her life. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think Manny, my, my character in the episode, I think he, he likes a challenge. And so the, the more he sees walls, the, the more excited he is about breaking them down or climbing over the top. Yeah. Yeah. He's that, he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Because I, and you know, I, I think there's a, there's something that I relate with a lot about that in many in that when I see someone and they feel like their guard is up, I actually, care about them really quickly and i actually i actually know those guards are up for a reason and that if i can just get around the guards there's something really special there there's there's you know there's there's a person who who actually is possibly prepared to admit that they do care about being cared about and they do care about affection and they do want love because i think we all want that in our lives I don't know anyone who doesn't want love in their life. Uh, Only people who are lying to themselves. Anyone who says they don't want love in their life, they've got their walls up and they need to be careful around me. Everyone <laughs> wants love. But I love that for you. That's like such a cool quality. I mean, just kind of breaking people down and really understanding. I think a lot of people are really afraid mm -hmm. to be seen. And I think what yes. you're saying is, is you kind of see beyond what they're showing. Yeah. And I think... I think it's easy to it's easy to get hurt and it's easy to default to being in a state of self-defense all the time. I've I've always I've always naturally been inclined to um to to end up having the deep and meaningful conversations with strangers. Yeah, and I think that kind of ends up happening between them in this episode, which is really lovely to kind of get to play out. I think it's really important, especially when people are going through something, I think for you to have that empathy and to be able to see beyond somebody's kind of outward wall up. Also bravado even, you know. Mm. I think that that's something that's so common in this world is that people put a bravado up, you know. Totally, totally. Uh, and I think, I mean, for, for me, Manny's got a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, qualities there that I kind of uh, resonate with and um, uh, identify with. One is like there's a kind of um, devil may care sort of playfulness in, in his approach to life. But, but there's also like, there's also this like sincere um, yearning to have deep connections. And I think that's an interesting 
I think it's an interesting subject matter, the idea of what, what are deep connections and do they and 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 what's the state of of deep connections today in the modern world in the post internet age in the age of tinder and and dating apps and all of this sort of stuff is like what's it what's it mean to act and do we care and are we being conditioned towards deeper connection or are we being conditioned towards things that are sort of transient and superficial and 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 like and I, and I find that really that's that stuff interesting because for me, like depth is erotic and and I can't actually I can't actually feel desire for other people if I don't actually feel like I've got a connection with them, if I don't have a sense of understanding and there isn't a uh, like a, an emotional and an intellectual bridge between who they are. Like I need to kind of see who they are and I and and and, and vice versa. And I and and I think it's really beautiful the um not only the act of seeing someone else but seeing someone else be seen and mm-hmm. being being someone that like it, like pays witness to somebody else and really is present with them i think it's such a wonderful gift it's something that i really care about it, it, and 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 it's something that i've seen have a profound effect on other people like some people kind of like they're in their life they're being seen, but they're not really being seen. Like they're, they're not being, they're not actually like who they are and like with it, with a kind of presence and, um, recognition. Um, I think, I think Manny, I think Manny provides that for Layla. But yeah, I, I, um, I really, I really enjoyed that about the episode, about the story, about those two characters. And I really, um, I was really reminded about um, the importance of that through the process of shooting and 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 remembering all the relationships that I've all the relationships that I've had all the failed relationships no. <laughs> no just all the connections that I've had in my life and and what made them so significant so special and made them something that every time I remember um, those connections in my life. I feel grateful that they happened. Mm. Mm. Yeah, one thing that's really striking me with you in this conversation, I, I, and this is because I've never met you before, or maybe I met you on the red carpet, but like for like what thirty seconds. Um, yeah, with a bizarre pressure cooker of an <laughs> ecosystem to be meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hi, bye, like yeah, yeah, we're, we're great, mate. Congratulations! I'm like, oh, bye. That is literally what it's like, literally what it's like. But it's more that I just didn't, I I don't think because I've ever met you before, it's like this, the passion that you have for another human being is actually quite astounding to me. Is this something you've always had, this passion for people? Uh, Yeah, I I definitely, I I think it came naturally. I don't think it was something I had to think about or or cultivate. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, we kind of get into the nature nurture debate here. It's like, was this something that I was kind of learnt, or was it innate? Um, I, I, I grew up um, amidst a very strong matriarchal lineage and family. Um, all my mother, my mother's sisters, all my aunties, all very, very wonderful, strong, resilient, caring people, and I think they really set the standard for um ways of relating with other people uh and and so i think 
I think that they were they were a real sort of um they were all the prototype for me. Uh, I had other options of relating. It's like so, you know, I grew up with so many different kinds of people traveling all around Australia. But um, I guess coming back to that thing I was sort of bringing up about depth and connection in the modern age and and how it's actually really easy not to care. It's actually easier not to care. And in some cases, in some segments of society, we actually turn it into a virtue. We actually like um, we actually look look at it and go, oh wow, look at how careless that person is. Or, you know, look at it, like the, the people who kind of you know exude a kind of confidence that's almost dissociative, mm. and 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 um, and uh, and. I just never went that direction. I just never bought into that. I always thought, even though it's harder to care, even though it hurts to care, it's worth it. And the world is better for it if you do. Yeah. I don't know if that answered a previous question. It, it no, like, it's it's so <laughs> true though. No, I love it because I mean, in the world of um, you know, I'm 37 and single, and in this world, navigating dating in this age, shocked, at this age first, shocked like, at all of that information. Oh, <laughs> but you know, it's so it's so hard. Like you, the the dating culture specifically now, it's like it yeah. is it is cool to care, not care. It's cool to just have one night stands. It's cool to not have any. And I loved what you said actually previously, which kind of is literally what this show is about. It's like you saying that you need to have a deep connection with someone to actually be with someone. And I think that that's gone completely out the window. Yeah. And I kind of sense, I don't know, I, it's it's not for me to say it's completely out the window and, and that's it's now the, the norm and standard by which we've all accepted. It but feels it does like that. feel like a trend. It does feel exactly. like 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 it's like it's observable and and like there's a sense of that kind of cultural shift and that sort of like that individual sort of um operation going on uh i yeah i um yeah i i can't i find it hard to participate in it um but, but also because i just barely i barely have time but it's important to kind of i'll, I'll bring up the thing that needs you, you kind of need to sort of recognize and admit as a part of caring, um, which some people either know, understand openly, or understand at least sense subliminally. And that is that it actually costs to care. To care is is costly. It's 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 it's, and so when you do begin to care, you still need to be able to care with boundaries. You still need to be able to care with consideration and with judgment and measurement. But you, but the trick, the balance is to do so without losing compassion. Mm. And, and, and so, and, 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 and it, yeah. And, and, and so we're constantly, we're constantly entering into a space, each of us individually, in the dating world, in the world of romance, in the world of possibility, and we're constantly calculating judgment on, like, everything's transactional now. So it's all kind of like we're, we're measuring, like, how much 
am I prepared to emotionally invest? And we cut and we cut ourselves off and we go, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give my body, but not my heart, or I'll, I'll give my heart, but not my soul. And, and so it's, and so that's, it's an interesting space to be in. And it, and it, and it is, I think, a symptom of the way we relate now and the way that social media has impacted, um, multiple generations now that it's not even generational it's just cultural mm. it's the space that we exist in it's the sort of infrastructure of our lives and from which we communicate and so technology's brought us like all this wonderful convenience but it, it but it has reshaped the way we relate and and i just think um and i hope stories like uh, erotic stories um, at least provide an opportunity to to reconsider and think of different forms of relating and and, and nuance. Um, but uh, yeah, but I, I I did I really enjoyed being a part of a series that that had that considered these sorts of um, these sorts of questions and these kinds of themes um, in a way that felt really um, uh, inspiring for me and a reminder for me of like oh well, how do yeah, how do I relate? And what does romance mean to me? And what does intimacy mean to me? Um, so, yeah, it was it was a real treat. It's amazing when you get to do a project like that, that it does mean so much to you. I think there's a lot of, you know, I know a lot of actors, they do different projects for whatever reason, whether it's... Money. <laughs> literally <laughs> actually one of my favorite things that comes up on instagram it's like there's this guy that's uh, it's just stopped me from saying it for so long because sometimes when you do a junket you have like 10 minutes what else you, and you're not not allowed to be at all you have to do literally you have to talk about the project you can't say anything else whatever and so the one question you always go to is like oh what drew you to the project and i remember somebody just literally saying that is the dumbest question because literally <laughs> It's a job. It's money. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and that yeah. kind of, but how special for you to be able to actually say, okay, maybe I was offered this role for whatever reason, but now this is what I got from it. I think that's cool. It, it, it is one of the unique luxuries of the craft and, um, and, and of the employment. Um, you wouldn't ask a bricklayer what drew him to the job. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, cement and, and bricks. <laughs> and just, you know, when I was a kid, I really liked Lego. The need for walls <laughs> drew me to the job. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, is yeah, so it's like you know, some some jobs are like you know, they are they are a form of like. That just it's it's a it's a it's a it's a one for the bank one for and some jobs are one for the bank they just they they just are um, it's really interesting that idea that like if you are an actor and you are working that that every project that you work on you just it's just going to be so hard to have the luxury of going you feel a pr profound excitement or connection to every project you work on mm. but. Even if you don't, the test becomes because if you're a pragmatist, you can go, okay, I know what this is. I know how to come into this machine, be a part of it, and help drive the vehicle. But then there's this another sort of 
a sort of higher aspirational um, approach, which is, I know what this is. Um, it doesn't necessarily strike me as personally significant for my own story or for my own understanding, but I can still challenge myself to give as much as I can mm. to this. That's that's an interesting. That's the space that, like, over the last couple of years, I've really tried to push myself. Where it's even it's like I feel like you know the space or the character that I've got or the the writing or whatever is like it's not quite. I'm not getting enough from that on its own. I'll still just kind of keep keep searching, keep sort of pushing myself to try and give as much as I can. I think I think you just because you just get more back by giving as much as you can you know you just get Absolutely. more back and you can you can just feel proud about it you know you can just like i think it's um i think it's really good to end a day knowing you tried your best yeah mm. and i love that these episodes i mean they're 28 minutes long and this is you having this profound like this is probably the shortest apart from when you were on blue healers what the hell i saw that in your imdb <laughs> You wow. were in an episode of Blue Healers in two thousand and three or something. I know I went deep, but <laughs> but this must be a real. That's like that was my school teacher. Yeah, you were in school. <laughs> you were in school then. Oh yeah, you would have been. No, that was the episode. I, I yeah, I, I slept with my high school oh, teacher. Yeah, yeah, I got her pregnant, and then we went on the run. And uh, yeah, and the Blue Healers <laughs> caught up with us, and they were like, "Naughty, naughty, what's going on here?" And she was married as well. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No, you love an Aussie a, drama. Because <laughs> that's actually happened before. That's like based on. Yeah. Anyway, no, the Blue Healers. Yeah. I mean, that's like what I'm saying. That's like one episode. But these to be one episode and have so much depth is what I'm trying to say. I'm like sleeping with a school teacher, <laughs> and she was married, and you're on the run, and like Damien Walsh howling, and Martin Sachs are on your tail, like. <laughs> oh, good times! Um, I yeah, I um, I, I, I was really, and you know, we we did, we packed a lot into twenty eight minutes. Um, I only know that not from watching it, but having shot it in a week, and the shoot was was uh, action packed, high volume, high rate. We moved really quick. Letitia Casari is our director. She was um, she's an absolute joy to work with visionary knew exactly what we were after and constantly kept trying to just nudge us a little further out of our comfort zones and she's like oh can you pull your pants down a little further <laughs> oh, for you Letitia yes I'll pull my pants down you can get the exclusive on my bum cheeks done <laughs> Wow. Actually, you've had another an intimacy co- I'm so obsessed with intimacy coordinators. Like I it's just think great. their role is amazing. It's 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 really been a game changer for the industry. It's really helped those scenes um become a lot more structured and a lot more safe and just comfortable and easy and effortless. And there's no like oh, we'll just kind of make it up on the spot. And it's like, no, it's like we'll just plan what the beats are because like anything that's, you know, uh, primarily physical, the choreography is what matters. It's like, how do we actually tell the story through movement? Let's find out what feels right for all of us and then do it. 
And so that's been really good. I've so the last three shows I've had um, have all uh, had somebody on uh, in that in that role, which has been great. And the new project that I'm working on uh, actually has a psychologist as well, um, which feels really you probably you probably wouldn't need it for every project, but for the one we're about to go into, it feels like really. Um, it was really lovely that they've they've decided to also have that role as a part of the process. Yeah, important. It's so important. I mean, the I mean, even the the storyline in Imperfect Pawpaw. Yes, that is a quite a heavy storyline for anybody to go through. Anyone who's experienced, anyone who's seen someone experience it, and I think is that something? Did you have psychologists or did you have support on set for that? It was such a fast-paced shoot, and we were all familiar with each other, which helped. I knew Letitia, I knew Zara, so all the key cast, and we all kind of knew each other. There was a set, there was a lot of trust there, and there was a. Um, it was such a sort of pressure cooker for a, for um a uh, uh <clears throat> like a shoot shoot time like window of time that um. We probably didn't have the opportunity, <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, it is it is it is lovely to think that we are seeing progress and support within the industry and within the working environment for that stuff. Whether it's um, intimacy coordinators or whether it's actually just um, uh, like like emotional support and psychologists within that space, because. <clears throat> Our minds might be able to rationalize what we're doing, but for our bodies, that's a different thing as well. And so it can bring up a lot of stuff. If you're working on a drama that's got a, you know, a whole lot of grief in it and you're being constantly asked to go to places that are, that are, um, like emotionally straining and, um, yeah, that can that can unlock up stuff in your body. It can bring up stuff from your past, and so um, it makes it makes it's another one of the things that makes the work we do really unique. In that um, uh, we're kind of we're we're sort of facilitating our own emotions um, for the purpose of storytelling, and. You know, you you wouldn't be expected to come to a nine to five office job and then break down for everyone. Yeah. And, and well, and, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it is. It's great. It's great to have that that sort of support and that that sort of acknowledgement and understanding that it's it's good to have that um, those things in place. Um, particularly on on the kind of shoots where you're really being expected to be a bit of an emotional athlete. Mm. Yeah. Well, I can't believe it. We've just been chatting for like half an hour and I have so many more things I wish I could talk to you about. It was so lovely to speak to you, Anita. It was so lovely to speak to you too. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. 
You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. Thank you.